0: I have a favor to ask. Everyone who listens to these podcasts, I am asking that you would subscribe to The Gazette, our new digital magazine. It works on all devices and is guaranteed to give you hours of great entertainment. If you're listening to any of our podcasts, please go to oldtimeradiodvd.com and subscribe. Give it a few issues. If you don't like, simply unsubscribe. But I know that you're going to love the Gazette, oldtimeradiodvd.com to subscribe. You'll be glad you did. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents. Come in. Welcome. I'm E. T. Marshall a fitting quotation to begin this story, the time is out of joint, oh cursed spite that ever I was born to set it right, Hamlet, William Shakespeare, and this is a story of the century in which he was born, the 16th, young Will Shakespeare was an apprentice in his father's butcher shop, Queen Elizabeth ruled England. And Henry III presided over an uneasy France, torn apart by religious wars between the Huguenots and the Catholics. These were times bloodier than today, when no street was safe at night. Damn, it's a night guard. What's the matter? We have safe conduct on a dark night like this. You think these
1: thieves in livery will stop to see them? Yeah. You're right, they may even be Huguenots. We can just reach that next
0: corner. Unseen, we have a chance. Come! Do not why? I stepped on a pebble, my sword against the wall.
1: Stand and deliver!
2: where you are, lift the
0: torch!
1: In. Run, run for your life, then Oh! Are we fired? Pay no heed. I'm hit. They've thrown my whole side out to the right before they reload. Then at the end of the, the twisting lane, to the left, a door. If God or love is good, behind it you may
0: find refuge. Our mystery drama... The Sire de Malatois Door was especially adapted from the Robert Louis Stevenson classic for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Michael Wager. It is sponsored in part by Contact, the 12-hour coach. earlier was the arquebus, the precursor of the musket and our modern rifle. Not the weapon of the ordinary gentleman of this century whose sidearms were the rapier, a heavy weapon built two-edged for slicing and slashing with a sharp point for thrusting. Roger Chantiver and Dennis de Beaulieu were only so armed when they were attacked leaving Roger mortally wounded on the cobblestones of Chateau Landon. But let's begin with the other, Dennis de Beaulieu, earlier that same evening, as he is finishing a flagon of wine with the landlord of the auberge Tête du Port. I beg your honor to stay off the streets of Chateau Landon at dark. <laughs> Why, good host, it's scarcely does what am I to fear? In the France of 1575,
1: many things: thieves, cutthroats, and as bad as all of them, the God itself. Most of all, the times.
0: Half the city is still at war. What? With a truce proclaimed. Piece of paper. But I have a safe conduct. It is also just a piece of paper. Well, landlord, I thank you for your kind concern. May this reward you sufficiently. Oh, the young gentleman is most generous. Well, come with me to the door and point out to me whilst the light lasts the way I must go to my friend Vale's house. Is it, it not? Ah, no, that's the street. See you the church spire where the bell for evening mass is tolling. High on the hill to the right, uh, the same. They mark you very close to it, the chateau. I've marked it before. What great lord lives there?
1: The sire de Marillac, owner of this fief, and lands beyond us far and further than the eye could reach. All oh, betide any man who should cross his path.
0: Well. <laughs> I'm not likely to, since I'm here in your city only for the night. Pretty direct, on my way was. I can still see to trace it. I'm sending you over the hill rather
1: than around, for the lanes twist and turn enough to set one's head spinning. But if you steer between the church and the chateau, on the other side of the hill is a straight avenue. And three streets down, you'll find the rue de
0: Bozart. the chateau to my left, and as always, the church to my right. And... <laughs> I pass between them. Uh, just do, uh, don't worry about the dark. I'll not tarry for mass. I'd be too late anyway.
3: You
1: were a long time at confession, Lord. What can a young bird not even out of its nest and the maletroi that have to confess it takes up so much time. Oh, please, Uncle. Have That's no fear, niece. I'm too good a Catholic to invade the confessional. And uh, Let me hand you to the coach. Thank you. Et viens de to the chateau. But why so cheerful, my darling? Oh, not cheerful, but good. tired. Tired. Of what, little one? Life? An arduous day? Am I your usual droning of the mass? Or the month of deception? Deception? The circles we travel in are small, Blanche. These pebble dropped in the circumscribed pool of our life sets up waves. Among the cognoscente there are no secrets such as... Loosen it, so that I may see what word my little bird has caught. I don't know what you mean. I'm Please. afraid you do. But as always, those embroiled in scandal are the last to hear. In the Maritrois family, that word does not exist, will not be allowed to exist. Open your hand, or I will cross it open. Is that no harm? I shall be the judge of that. Open... paper. Badly crushed. A do, no doubt.
3: What are you going to do?
1: Read it and decide. We're almost home. I I think I should defer my answer till we are behind the walls of Chateau Malet. your quarters, mademoiselle. Send the maîtresse de chambre to me at once. But if only I could... Obey be... me. Nobody crosses my wishes. We,
3: oui, Monsieur, As you desire.
1: Père maillot. Père maillot.
0: As a service, Monsieur. You are late.
1: My niece wished to make confession... Had she chosen you, my mind might have been eased more quickly.
0: Even for you, Messiah, how could I break the seal of confession?
1: Uh, The question can be begged. It isn't necessary. I know now what is and what has to be done. I have instructions for you, the maitresse de Chambre, and send for my ironsmith immediately. There is much to be done before I set my trap. And small time to accomplish it. But once I have caught my fly, he will dance to my tune, or suffer the consequence.
0: Darkness had dropped faster than I could have anticipated. And as I climbed the twisting, meandering streets, I was almost was sorry I had not come by horseback. Fortunately, against the night sky, my twin stars stood outlined: the chateau and the church. Actually approaching the church, the torches of those leaving Mass were a beacon to lead me on. I even hesitated a moment at the sight of one beauty escorted to a carriage before passing on. And arriving at last on the downslope slope of the hill on the other side at my friend saint lodging lodgings. Ha! And one more for the road. I drink not to that, but to you, mon dieu. To both. Ah! Ah, God save me for any others, and punish me if this should be a lie. But I swear by the winged archer himself, or any comparable saint, if this were any other night, I would make no end of it. I understand. Where there's a lady... Ah, but such a lady. If I dared divulge all but... Ah, listen. Midnight. She'll be here within the hour. I need no explanation, dear friend. I love the ladies as much as you... Indeed, on my way here, as I passed the church square, there was one who caught my eye. Oh, the damn our uh, Breton weather. Here comes the rain again. Can we go? At your heels or by your side? Always. Oh, ah, uh, we had so much to talk about. Except this special night. I did it. Stay for your assignation. I'll find my way back to the inn. Our paths will cross soon again. Oh, damn the weather. I'll see you over the crest of the hill. From there can you find your own way down? I <laughs> found my way up. Aye, <laughs> well enough, even by partial daylight. But in God's name, step quietly and carefully.
2: Trust no one. Keep to yourself. No one. It's a bad time when everything runs awry. You lead.
0: I promise to be as careful as any church you lead. and downhill, and you'll be at the inn within the quarter of an hour. But move quietly. Oh, au revoir, saint Go in peace. As with you. Just one thing. Shh. My God, what matter? We have saved Condor. Oh, what a night like this, you think these thieves in livery will stop to look at them? And you're right. We can just reach the next corner, we may have a chance. Unseen, come. Send
2: and deliver
0: whoever Up. you are! Lift the
2: torch. Run! Run for your
0: life, Denny! Oh! Always fire!
2: Pay no heed! Run! Fire! Ah. Oh, dear! I'm here! They, they've
1: thrown my whole side out. The left, the heart. Uh, I'm done for, Denny. Run down the hill. Keep towards the side of Mount Magloire Chateau.
0: They may be less anxious to follow you there. Why? is a power.
2: More than that, I cannot say
0: virtuous ever conscious of their footsteps after mine. Rushing down a lane scarce wide enough to accommodate myself, I suddenly found myself faced with a waist high terrace, which I was about to leap. till some instinct, or the rising moon, stayed me. Small wonder. On my side was a four foot wall. But had I all leaped it, I would have dropped 40 feet to a craggy field of stone. I could hear the mob behind me. I was prepared to. I was the sword and pointed, but the firearms I could not challenge. To the, door. the door left of me with a portico, and in shadow a door, and it brought in a storm. At least with something against my back, I could fight. I drew my sword, ducked into the shadows, and thrust my back against the door. And to my amazement, it gave way behind my weight opening to let me into possible safety as it came behind me I heard the hound pack on my trail I thought to close the door not quite in order to observe what had happened outside but as I pushed gently of a sudden as, as though it was whisked from my hand it thudded shut from what pursued me I was safe that door could stand a battering ram But a new and strange threat had developed. I had no desire to close the door all the way shut. It had been snatched from my hands with no control from me. I stood in a small hall with a staircase, rising out of the gloom. I turned to the door. It was as smooth as silk. No way of reopening it. I was trapped way out was up the staircase before me. I... I had no choice. I started to mount, drawing my only weapon and wondering only if it could protect me and what I faced when I reached the top of those steps. For some reason, a premonition of unnamed terror ran my black feet down my spine. monstrous figure awaited Dennis de Beaulieu at the top of the steps. What swirling ghost from the underworld or some other world threatened his immortal soul? I can at least report some of that as we return shortly with Act Two. Or what? That's the question. When you catch the common cold, then a 12-hour contact. You need six cold tablets, two every four hours, or three cold pills, one every four hours, or just one contact capsule for up to 12 hours, continuous relief from sneezing, congestion, drip. The tiny time pills do it. For aches and fever, the others contain aspirin. Contact doesn't. Your cold, your choice. Six or 301. Give your call to contact. The number one cold medicine in the whole world. Give your call to 6 or 301. Take contact only as direct. Blind and successful? Well we're here to tell you. There are lots of us all over the country. We're blind, but we're just like you.
3: I'm a senior clerk at the Downstate Medical Center. Part
0: of my life just is getting up and going to work and performing certain functions on my job. I look at the NSC in the same respect
3: that there's a commitment and an obligation. That to be able to give of yourself and to know that somewhere it will help others, and perhaps in turn that someone else who gives a little may in some way eventually help me. And when it all comes together, it can produce something, you
0: know, very good and very big for the benefit of everyone. For further information, get in touch with your local affiliate of the National Federation of the Blind. Or contact me, Kenneth Jernigan, President, National Federation of the Blind, 218 Randolph Hotel Building, Des Moines, Iowa, 50309. This message presented as a public service by this station and the members of the National Federation of the Blind. polished stone with aris-draped openings on three sides and two large windows on the fourth was a little old gentleman in a fur tippet seated by the fireplace in a high-backed chair. The great stone fireplace was between the windows and carved into it the arms of the Malatois.
3: Seeing
0: oh, arms, I was meant to ease I felt myself in good hands. Still, winded from my running, we looked silently at each other for a second or two. In the brief exchange of glances, although the man was smiling and relaxed, I found myself tensing again. Something about him, the peaked eyebrows, the small, strong eyes, so quaintly move on expression. The line, the beautiful white hair, Constraint all about
1: his head. Like a thing. I am Allah, Sire de Maletro. Pray step in.
0: I am indebted to you, sir. Pray pardon this unwarranted intrusion.
1: Oh, not at all. I've been expecting you since I heard the church bell toll. Me, Messiah?
3: Yes.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm afraid this is a double accident, sir. So I'm, I'm not the person you suppose me to be. Uh, really? <laughs> no, it seems you were expecting a visitor. Uh, surely I was. But I can assure you that nothing was further from my thoughts or more contrary to my wishes than my arriving here.
1: <laughs> I am loath
0: to let you labor under
1: some misapprehension. I don't, that, that if I do, surely it is the privilege of old age... And all will be straightened out in due time. Bring my guest a cup of spiced wine. Hmm. You will join me, young man. Messiah, I... I have no desire to force you. I'm
0: wondering about that. Behind the iris, your servant has opened, I see what appears to be a small army of pikesmen and I am old, as
1: I have remarked, and these are perilous times, when even the nobility needs protection. The wine, sir. I accept your courtesy. The wine,
0: don't bring it. If only to explain my presence satisfactorily, and perhaps be accorded an explanation of why it failed to surprise you. In
1: good time, in good time.
0: I was visiting a friend, and on my way back to the inn, my friend accompanying me, we were set on by an armed band, Huguenots, assassins, the guard I know not. But that their intentions were violent and criminal, as attested to by the fact that my friend was shot and killed. I fled with them in hot pursuit. Unfortunately, picking this killed a sack, I saw your door, and thought with my back against it to be able to make some fight for my life, but as I leaned against it, it opened with my weight. And I gladly entered to put it between myself and the assassins who would have killed and robbed me also. A pretty story. You don't believe me? (laughs) Does it matter so much after all? Nevertheless, that is what happened. Once they had search without finding me, I would have left, but your door. Ah, yes, 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 my door. A little piece of ingenuity. No question of that. It fled from my hand as if someone had pulled it shut from the outside. And I could find no means of opening from the inside. Ah, <laughs> yes,
1: most ingenious, most ingenious. A hospitable fancy. Hospitable? To be sure. You arrived uninvited, but believe me, very welcome. You persist in error, sir.
0: There can be no question between you and me. I am a stranger in this countryside. My name is Dennis de Moseau de Beaulieu. If you see me at your house, it is only as I have told you.
1: My young friend. You'll permit me to have my own ideas on that subject. They probably differ from yours at the present moment, but time will show which of us is in the right. Ah, here comes our wine. Let us enjoy it while the heat is still in it. We
0: sat in silence while the servants served the wine and left Again, I saw the armed men beyond the aris. I was conscious in the silence now of voices, one male and one female, hurriedly gabbling as if in prayer behind the third aris. Meanwhile, the old gentleman surveyed me over the rim of his cup from head to foot. (laughs) I was convinced I was dealing with a lunatic, and a dangerous one. I could stand it no longer. I got to my feet, tapping my hat on my head.
1: You haven't finished your wine. Nor do I
0: intend to. This is sheer madness. If you're in your wits for all your offered hospitality, you affront me grossly. Oh, dear, dear, dear. My conscience is clear. You've made a fool of me since the first moment. I'm leaving. And if I cannot make my way out in a more
1: decent fashion, I'll hack your door in pieces with my sword. Sit down, you rogue. And listen to me. Do you fancy that when I had that little contrivance made for the door, I stopped short at that? I've already seen your small army behind the on to the teeth. Exactly. So if you prefer to be bound hand and foot until your bones ache, make one move to depart. If you choose to remain free, agreeably conversing with an aging gentleman, hey then, resume your seat Finish your wine in peace, and God be with you. So, I'm uh, a prisoner. I state the facts. Now, let us finish the wine before it is cold. It serves to make the waiting more agreeable. But what? What are we waiting for? Uh, You entered from one aris commodore. You have seen that the main house lies behind the second. We are waiting for what is taking place behind the third. Yes, but what? For a lady to make up her mind. Perhaps the longest wait a man can endure. A votre santé, mon brave. Pick up. It passes the time.
0: Facing each other, the sire relaxed and patient, but for all his tiny stature and age, forbidding. For myself, I found myself down in the wine at the gulp, almost choking on it as my throat tightened with some unknown dread. And I faced battle with less fear in my heart than I felt in this bewildering game whose purpose I knew not. A nightmare of nightmares. I turned to the Arab as if by staring at it hard enough. I could divine what was happening behind it. Daughter, in the name of the Lord Almighty, will you truly confess and admit to your sins?
3: I tell you, Permayo, I have not seen
0: you. have lusted after men, young men who feast their eyes on you. But how
3: can I? Who am held here in the chateau, a virtual prisoner since my father and mother died.
0: You
1: chose the most sinful place of all, before the altar at the holy mass.
3: But it is the only time I leave these walls. If I lift my eyes to look at the world outside, is that a sin?
0: You have done more than look. You know the sire intercepted a communication to you from some man today. What was his name? I...
3: I know not.
0: Are you sure?
3: Could I lie to you, my father.
0: Sin leads to sin. I can look in your eyes and tell you know his name.
3: Even if I did, I would not tell you.
0: Or the sire.
3: No, my uncle. I know how cruel he can be.
0: How cruel both of us can be to save your immortal soul. Would you prefer we found the answer with a thumb screw or the iron
3: bolt? No, you would not. My uncle would not. Do not (laughs) be
0: too sure. The honor of the Maltois name has never been sullied. To the last of the line, save yourself. The sire will never permit it to be. The name of the young man that passed you the note?
3: No. I have done naught to feel shame for. Nor if there were such a cavalier, neither is he. The note, I cannot deny, it exists. But everything else is your foul imagination and my uncle. I will not let you harm an innocent man because of who I am.
0: So be it. I commiserate with you, my daughter, in the church. You have brought your punishment upon your own head. I go to inform your uncle. man, because of who
3: I am. So be it.
0: I commiserate with you, my daughter, in the church. You have brought your punishment upon your own head. silence between the sourd of Maletrois and myself, broken only by the intriguing murmur of voices behind the hours whose words could not be heard, had become intolerable. I was just about to speak when the third arras was pushed aside. The tall priest, his brows knitted in anger, his cool face set doggedly, came into the room. He stopped briefly in surprise, seeing me, favoring me with a long, keen stare, then crossed the desired Stopping his voice, I could scarce hear his words. Is she in better spirit, father? I think she is more tractable, more resigned.
1: de Beaulieu, this is my père familial, attached to my family. Père Maillot, you, de Beaulieu. Let us together repair to the chapel to meet with my niece and settle our affairs. Once and for all. Common
0: decency required I offer my arm to the Saur de Maletois, who accepted it without question and limped with me along with the priest's vigorous drive. Through the arras we entered a small chapel, pierced by many little windows shaped like stars. On the steps of the altar knelt an incredibly beautiful young girl.
1: I have brought a friend to see you, my child. Uh, Turn around and give him your pretty hand. It is good to be devout, but necessary to be polite, my niece.
3: Uncle, please. Don't embarrass me anymore. Whatever you ask of me, I will do. Only one thing I will resist to my dying breath. I will not Tell you the young man's name. He is innocent of any wrongdoing. P.M.I.O. has threatened me with the thumbscrew and the boot. <laughs> Mayhap in my agony you could force his name from me. honestly, I... my
1: fair, that is no longer necessary. We have the young man here. What? I ask you to be polite and turn around and give him your hand. Mm-hmm. The moment we had entered, I
0: held my breath. The setting was only too obvious. The bride awaiting the groom. And it was not hard to realize that I must be cast in that role. <laughs> I could scarce believe what was happening to me and was damned if I would be forced into a captivity I neither deserved nor would endure. Until the girl herself turned to me and said,
1: not, the man. (laughs) Of course not. I expected as much. It was so unfortunate that you could not remember his name.
3: I swear I have never seen this gentleman before.
1: I am distressed to hear it. But it is never too late to begin. I had little more acquaintance with my own late lady before I married her. Which proves that these impromptu marriages often work for the best in the long run. Marriage? Messiah, I strenuously object to being (laughs) bridegroom. Of course, of course, any man of spirit might. The bridegroom has a right to have a voice in the matter. I will give you until dawn to make up for lost time till we proceed with the ceremony.
0: not so pretty a state of affairs, and the word affair is strictly used, for evidently the remorseless sire de Malatois is convinced that his niece has brought the threat of dishonor on his name, a threat we might treat more lightly today, but 400 years ago one lived by different standards, and the punishment for overstepping rules was more disastrous. A woman's virtue, if profaned, meant instant and unpleasant death. I'll return shortly with Act Three. Inside you free, inside you free after all, yeah, no.
2: Open road before you. You at the controls of a Buick Century. A really fine mid-sized car. Comfort abounds. A sophisticated suspension system is smoothing the way. An underhood approval V6 engine economically goes about its business. You're happy, you're free, and you're in a Buick. Inside your free. About your Culligan man calling?
3: My Culligan man calling? That's when I go, hey, Culligan man. Now that's Culligan man calling.
2: No, I mean your Culligan man may be calling on you soon. Uh, I'll show you how it goes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Culligan man. Culligan man who? No, look, this isn't a game. You know Culligan, the worldwide water conditioning people?
3: Yes. Well,
2: the Culligan man is your local water expert right here to solve your water problem. How do I know if I have water problems? Uh. Look at it this way. If we didn't have hard water here or some kind of water problems, then the Culligan Man wouldn't even be here, would he? I see. So, you know what to say when the Culligan Man knocks?
3: Yes, and I know what to say if he does eat, too.
2: What?
3: Hey, Culligan Man!
2: Well, I can't knock that.
0: Want to try Culligan Soft Water without buying? Now you can rent a Culligan Water Softener for as little as $5.50 a month. For complete details on how you can run a culligan, pick up your phone and say...
3: Hey, call him, man!
0: This is WBBM Chicago. In the small chapel in the Malatois Chateau, the light flickers vagrantly across the faces of the four who stand there. Shadowed the Saturnine priest belies his garments, looking like some vulpine devil. As the light plays across the sire's face, (laughs) that comically evil smile seems even more mocking. As for Dennis and Blanche, the one is white with astonishment, the girl blushing with embarrassment.
1: Sherlock, you cannot be an earnest. Indeed I can. A
3: man. I declare before God I will stab myself rather than be forced on that poor young man. I
1: assure you you will not have the opportunity.
3: Oh, Monon, forbidden me. There isn't a woman alive in France that would not rather die than have such a marriage forced upon her. <laughs> is it possible that you do not believe me? That you still think this is the man.
1: Frankly, I do. Everett, let me explain to you once and for all, Blanche de Maletroit that when you took it into your head to dishonor my family and the name that I have borne, you forfeited any right to question my designs or even to look me in the face. Oh, then, Michael, if you'll only... Not, not but, one but, but, word more. Oh. It is my duty to see you married at once. Out of pure goodwill... I have tried to find your own galad for you, and I believe I have succeeded. But if I have not, I care not one jack's call. So let me recommend that you be polite to our young friend, for, damn it, upon my word, your next groom may be less appetizing. I
0: have watched and listened to all this in... Puzzled silence. And silence for another reason. In two short minutes watching the emotions that crossed her exquisite face, I felt I had come to know this girl. Her capacity for love, her tenderness, her bravery. And no, did I say. More than that, admire with the eye. Love her for all she was. I was already jealous of her unknown cavalier. But that, my lady, had spit it as well, I was soon to discover, as the Alice closed behind her uncle and the priest, and she whirled upon me with flashing eyes.
3: Now, what, sir, may be the meaning of all of this?
0: Well, oh, Lord knows, this house seems to be full of mad people. Do
3: you count me one of them? Oh, I did not mean that. Good. <sighs> well, I can tell you, I am enough in my wits to see that my uncle and yourself have made some monstrous bargain between us. If you think I'm engaged in
0: some plot without old devil out there, you are you're beyond your wits. I've no bent to marry with you, nor would I have, if you ask me. I'm as much a prisoner in this house as you appear to be.
3: Then pray. How came you here?
0: I was on my way from Paris to join my regiment in Alençon and stopped off in this misbegotten town to seek an old acquaintance spend an evening with him. While he was seeing me back to the inn, we were set upon by a bunch of assassins, and my friend was shot and killed. Huguenot. Huguenots, cutthroats, your own night guard, who knows? Seems that everyone is mad in this town. Small events I took to my heels for my life made the mistake of turning into your street from which there was no escape. I backed against your door, hoping perhaps to stay unnoticed in the shadow of the portico. To my surprise, it opened with my weight and naturally I stepped in, only to have it closed by some mechanism beyond my comprehension when I tried to open it, there was neither latch nor handle nor any means
3: to accomplish that. Well, of course. That's what Jean and the other ironmongers were working at down there all evening. It wasn't you they expected to trap, but... The... Who? Who? The cause of all this. Oh, please, uh, I know not your name, but please forgive me for what I said before.
0: Oh, mademoiselle. The longer I spend with you, the more I could forgive you everything.
3: Oh, don't jest with me, please. It is all my fault that you are caught as you are. Oh, what can I do? Well,
0: let's make a start by doing what I have done and tell me the answer to all these riddles.
3: I'm ashamed. And yet, there's so little to tell. I was left an orphan early. And had been brought up in this house mainly by the sire himself. He's not married. Well, his wife died when I was fourteen. I've not been very happy since. And that's why three months ago, when a young captain began to stand near me every day in church, and I saw that I pleased him. Why wouldn't you? Go on. Oh, I'm much to blame. I was so glad that anyone should offer me love that when he pressed me a letter, I took it home and I read it with pleasure. And since that time, he's written me so many. But in the last few, asked me to leave my door open some night so he might come and and talk with me on the stairs. How my uncle came to suspect me, I don't know.
0: I always... Idiots with little to do but let their tongues wag.
3: I suppose so. Well, tonight at Vespers, the captain handed me a desperate note that he was to be transferred. Tonight was his last night, and again he begged that I would leave the door open. And in the carriage coming home, the sire forced the note from my hand and read it. And when we got home, he ordered me to dress as you see me. And when I would not tell him the captain's name, he must have laid the trap for him into which you fell. I don't know how to apologize or or to ask you to forgive me. Neither is necessary. Oh, but it is. To have put you, a complete stranger, in such a degrading and embarrassing position, I'm so ashamed.
0: Mademoiselle, you've honored me with your confidence. It only remains for me to prove myself not unworthy of the honor. I see your uncle is back in his favorite chair.
3: What are you going to do?
0: If you will go first and let me follow, I'll show you. Ah? Are you in some haste for the ceremony? Monsieur? I believe I have some say in the matter of this marriage. So let me say this at once and for all I will be no party to forcing your niece against her inclination Really? Had it been offered to me freely I should have been proud to accept her hand But it is clear that she is as good as she is beautiful But as things stand I have the honor, Messiah, of refusing Why do you smile, sir?
1: I am afraid that you do not clearly understand your options. Uh, Follow me to the window, please. See this rope weaved efficiently through the ring set in the upper masonry? Now mark my words. If you refuse to marry my niece, I shall have you hanged out of this window by sunrise.
3: Oh no.
1: Oh yes. Your family may be well enough in its way, De Beaulieu. But if you sprang from Charlemagne himself, I would not permit you to refuse the hand of a Maletroit with impunity. What oh, did it say, Tonto? to me This is Let's... between this young man and myself. Be quiet. The honor of my house has been compromised. I believe you to be the guilty person. At the very least, you are now in the secret. There are other ways of settling
0: affairs among gentlemen. You are a sword which I hear you have used with distinction. There may you? Yes, Messiah.
1: You would be dead out of hand before you reached your sword. But let us not rush anything. You have a good two hours to resolve your problem. If you will give me your word of honor to await my return before attempting anything desperate, I shall withdraw my retainers and leave you in privacy. You have my word of honor. I declare, monsieur, the more I see of you, the better I think of you. Come, Chaplain, we have excess baggage for the moment. But marry you shall, or dangle from yonder wing.
3: You shall not die. You shall marry me after all.
0: I've been trained for knighthood, madam. Think you for a moment I stand in fear of death?
3: But I cannot have you slain for a mere scruple.
0: You underrate the difficulty... But you may be too generous to refuse. I may be too proud to accept. In a moment of noble feeling, for me, you forget what you may owe to another.
3: Oh, Sylvia! How oh, you shame me!
0: Oh, Mademoiselle,
3: please, please! No, no, no please. You in God's name! Leave me alone! I can hold it back no longer. <laughs>
0: embarrassment. I cannot bear to see a woman cry. I was as helpless as a babe. I looked at Blanche and thought how much I had grown to love her, but steal her from another man who was not there to stand and
3: fight. Yes, dear, dear, I want to help you, for you have been so noble. Put it in my power to do something more for you but weep
0: service can I ask of you? You have a sweet nature and overestimate a small service.
3: I am looking at you and seeing the noblest man I ever met.
0: (laughs) Who is to die in a mousetrap with no more noise than my own squeaking?
3: I will not have my champion think meanly of himself. You have no cause to hang your head, nor will I mine. Pray, do you not think me Well, I do. Well, I'm glad of that. And how many men in France have been asked in marriage by a beautiful maiden with her own lips and who have refused her to her face. You are very good.
0: But you can't make me forget I was asked in pity and not for love.
3: Can you look in my eyes now and believe that it was for anything but love? I have loved you since the first moment you took my part against my uncle.
0: As I have loved you.
3: Oh. But the captain... Oh, he mean nothing to me. He never did. It was just a, a contact with the outside world. Good Lord, it's sunlight. Come with me quickly to the window. There, open the eyes. The sun is shining. The world is still there. Now, what are we to say to my uncle when he returns? What you will.
0: Blanche, you have seen whether or not I fear death. If you do care for me, don't let me lose my life in a misapprehension. But make no mistake, I love you better than life itself.
3: I can offer you your freedom. My uncle would far rather punish or capture the real culprit. If you must escape... The captain's name is René de
0: Parterre. I never heard the name. And if I did,
1: it is forgotten. Well, children, have you decided?
0: Messiah de Maletrois. Not by suasion or fear of death, but because I have learned to know the lady and love her. I, Dennis the De de Beaulieu Request The honor Of your niece's hand In holy matrimony
1: Tell me I had a feeling for you The first moment I set eyes on you Welcome To the Maletrois family Nephew Oh, so,
0: Once again And this time, for the last time, we close the Sire de Malatois' door on a happy ending. I'll be back shortly. A
2: few good men. That's what the Marines are looking for. A few good college men who want to leave. Men who have enough on the ball to be eligible for PLC. Platoon leaders class. Not everyone can make it. It takes brains, It takes muscle. And summer training is no picnic. It takes men who want a real challenge. The challenge of leading marine ground troops, flying sophisticated marine aircraft, or serving as marine lawyers. If you're one of the few who can make it, there's financial assistance available during school. Up to $2,700 over three years. There's even free civilian flying lessons for qualified men. PLC ground, PLC air, PLC law
1: for a few good men.
0: For any sentimentalist, among the listeners, Captain Parterre had no serious intentions. He was indeed trifling with Blanche's innocent affections. Little did he know, nor would he have cared, that he brought two young people to a happy and enduring marriage. The captain died shortly thereafter in a brawl over a gaming debt, which is neither here nor there in our story, except that it's nice to know that Every so often, virtue does triumph. Our cast included Michael Wager, William Redfield, Marion Seldes, and Robert Dryden. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown.
2: And now, a preview of our next tale. Marvelous how you can get around when you've got no body, isn't it?
3: See you.
2: Little white dog, curly tail. Oh, silly little thing. And see that big blue station wagon? It's going to hit him. No. I've got him. Got him, Cynthia. I've saved him. He'll probably get run over anyhow one of these days. No, he won't. No, he won't. I'm going to keep my eye on him. What about all the others? Them too. And cats and people and... Everybody, Oh, Cynthia, why did it take me so long to find out what I was born to do? I could have spent my whole life doing this. Cynthia, my afterlife is going to be a hundred times more exciting than my life ever was. Radio Mystery Theater
0: was sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our Mystery Theater for another adventure